Hey everyone, this is Carson from WebGator, and I uh, thought in this episode of our WebGator podcast that I'd like to give you a little bit of a backstory about uh, my journey uh, as a search engine optimization specialist and uh, and the founder of WebGator, how I got to where I am today, and I you know I, I really wanted to share this story because I think it um, it'll be similar to you know many other business owners, and I I'd like to tell the story from the perspective of a business owner. So this will really apply to anyone, but you know, maybe you'll be able to see that there's some parallels and uh, you know, in your own life and the journey that you've had as a business owner and getting your, um, you know, your business going. So um, just a little bit of background information about myself. Um, I'm not actually, um, uh, you know, I never went to university for marketing reasons. I, I have a degree, but it's not in marketing and it's, it's not in web development or IT or anything like that. I'm actually, um, back in the day, I was a teacher. Uh, when I was uh, 17, I finished high school. I went over, you know, I was born and grew up here in Australia, in Brisbane. But I, um, you know, when I was 17, I finished high school. And then early the next year, I went over to Cambodia to be a volunteer over there. And, you know, my whole goal was to do a volunteer missionary work like my parents had done in, um, in Solomon Islands, Papua New Guinea, you know, when they were younger. And so I wanted to have some interesting stories to tell as well. So I actually went over there and I, um, you know, as a volunteer, I had to support myself. So um, when I wasn't doing my missionary work, I went in and, uh, and taught English. And that's how I sort of got, got started as a teacher. And uh, I ended up getting married and... Um, about eight years after moving there, um, I decided that, you know, I wanted to have a family, I wanted to have children, and I needed to do something else. So I actually got into um, online marketing um, by typing into Google how to make money online. Uh, it, it's pretty ridiculous. And as you can imagine, all the scams that I was introduced to was just crazy. So, um, But from that stage, I, you know, I realized that I wanted to do something online. I knew that's where uh, business was going. That's new. You know, that's where I could get customers. I just had to find a way to uh, create something that people would want, and you know, wanted something too that would help me in, um, you know, my purpose to help others. And that's you know, that's what I was doing at the time. So, um, you know, I did try different things. Um, I did learn a little bit of SEO at the time, and it was back in that old two thousand and eight SEO and two thousand and twelve SEO before. Um, all these big Google updates came out and, uh, yeah, went right down a very shady path at the time and uh, was able to accomplish some great things, but then they were, um, you know, penalized by Google and that. So I learned my lesson back in those days and I thought, well, you know, SEO doesn't work anymore because everything that I was doing, um, you know, Google doesn't like. So I actually uh, continued on as a teacher. I set up a teaching business over there, but eventually my children got really sick and we couldn't stay in Cambodia, so I sold the business a little bit of money and uh, moved to Australia, migrated to Australia with, the, with my wife and my two boys at the time. And I thought, well, my goal, you know, I don't really want to go back to teaching. I, I really want to make this online business, try, you know, try to work again. So I set up a business with uh, reputation marketing. And, uh, you know, I've done some research about that and helping, you know, businesses with their reputation. I thought, oh, well, this is a fantastic opportunity. Uh, you know, dentists and, you know, any any company that has a negative reputation, they'd, they'd want help with this to get a good reputation. So I had this idea of reputation marketing, the, the, the type of business or help that any business would really want. And I thought it was just going to be so successful. 
Um, only problem is um, I didn't really have a website at the time. Uh, I, I could fiddle with websites. I, I'm, you know, I'm not a developer. I never learned to be a developer, but I could play with things. Um, you know, so I didn't have a website really, and uh, I, I didn't know SEO anymore. So how, you know, how do you get business? Well, I didn't want to do cold calling because everyone hates a telemarketer. And uh, so I started just walking from shop to shop, door to door sales. I went into dentists and it was rejected again and again and again. Um, at this time, you know, we were still staying in you know, my parents' place up north of Brisbane in a little town called Maryborough. And that's, uh, you know, it's just a, you know, old heritage listed town. Um, businesses just weren't interested and everyone already had a great reputation for the most part because they were, you know, just, uh, you know, small, close-knit town. And so I tried other areas, uh, you know, went up to Bundaberg and went door-to-door to dentists and all sorts of businesses and just just couldn't convince anyone. You know, the, the, the receptionists would take a card, but they weren't really interested. I'd get shut down by dentists and others who thought I didn't know what I was talking about. And fair enough, maybe that was true at the time. Um, but, you know, the concept was there. I thought it was going to be really successful and I wanted to do this for people. So I thought it could really help them. Um, I, I, I didn't really know how to do Google Ads, you know, very well. I didn't have any money for that, really. And uh, I didn't really know how to do SEO and everything else online was a scam. So I just felt that this is the only way I could market my business was going door to door. Well, I was sort of stuck because these people just didn't know, um, really understand, and they didn't want my services. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to try pitching this idea down in Brisbane. So I took a trip by myself down to Brisbane. I stayed with some friends down here and uh, I went into the CBD. I thought, I'm going to go visit all the dentists and that in the CBD. And you know what? I got into the CBD and I looked around. I saw all these big buildings and I thought, oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to, uh, you know, get past receptionists. I'm just going to get rejected again and again and again at all these places. Um, So basically I sat down on a bench somewhere on, I think it was Adelaide Street, and I just sort of gave up and said, I can't do this. Didn't know what to do because my wife thought I was out there prospecting for business and she was waiting up at my parents' house with the two boys on her own, struggling all, all on her own. And I just uh, I just sat there and said, you know, I don't know what I'm going to be able to tell her. I came down here with the hope of maybe getting some business, but now that I'm here, I just don't have, you know, I just don't want to go through all that rejection. So um, believe it or not, I, uh, I was walking past a school and I walked in and uh, the director was just happened to be there. It was actually a day off. No one was in the school except for the director. And I, I just went and said hi. I told him I used to be a director of a school too and, you know, in a similar industry. And uh, he said, oh, I might have a job for you. And he actually offered me a job. And I got a, uh, you know, a really good job teaching, a teaching business and teaching English. And I thought, well, this is really something I'm really comfortable with. I used to own a couple, you know, I used to own a school. And, you know, I've been in the industry for a long time. Maybe this is just, you know, what I have to do. So I all but quit with my um, online marketing and reputation marketing business. I just couldn't get it off the ground, even though I tried and I failed and I'd spent so much time and money trying to get it off the ground. I, you know, it just wasn't working. Um, so I just decided to give up and I was thinking of taking on a master's degree to become you know, even more of a teacher and make that sort of like a career. And, you know, it was barely two weeks from the time I decided to to do that, that out of the blue, this friend of mine calls me up 
and he says, Carson, you told me before that you used to do, um, you know, some website stuff. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm moving down to Brisbane and I, I'm a floor sander. I've been a floor sander for years and I was wondering if you could help set up my business, you know, set up my website and do some marketing for me in Google. And uh, I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a developer. I'm a horrible designer. And the last time I did SEO, Google, Google spanked me big time and I, um, you know, had some problems back there in 2008. So I, I don't really want to go through that again. But then I thought, oh, this, this poor guy, he's, he's probably going to be taken for a ride by some agency. And, you know, I don't want him to spend a lot of money. He's a friend. And I said, okay, I'll, um, I'll try to build a website for you. <laughs> Um, you know, and he said, oh, how much? And I said, you know, I, I didn't know how much to charge him. I'd never really charged for a website before. Uh, so I said to him, can, can you give me $500 for it? Um, <laughs> and I was going to build this, you know, all by myself. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm happy to pay $500. And then so I spent weeks designing this website from scratch for this guy. And charging five hundred dollars for it, I look back at that now and just laugh. You couldn't get that website five hundred dollars from from anywhere. But uh, I, I just didn't know how to charge. In fact, ever you know, my whole life I've had problems with uh, with, with with pricing people on things. I remember back when I was in the third grade, uh, I was into this uh, fad of drawing uh, horses on on posters, so making posters with you know with horse drawings on there. And I was, I was sort of getting pretty good. And I, uh, I remember this girl came up to me at school, you know, one of the classmates, and she said, oh, can I buy your poster from you? So I'd taken it to school. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, I didn't want to let her down. So I said, yeah, you can buy it. She said, how much? And oh, I just didn't know how much to charge for my poster. I charged her 20 cents. That thing, it took me ages. <laughs> and I charged her 20 cents. Uh, I didn't know how that was worth it or why I sold it, but didn't want to let them down as I, I, I just lowballed big time. Um, so, you know, I've always had problems with charging. And uh, this is the same with my mate. He needed that website. Charging $5,000, you know, $500 for something that should have been closer to 5000 But anyway, we did it. And then once the website was built, uh, he said, can you help me with doing some SEO? So I thought, okay, I'm not going to go back to the, you know, the old way I was doing it. I'll just go and, you know, try doing the stuff that I know is safe. And he said, how much? I said, oh, that's, I think it was $250 a month or something that, that I charged him. So that was just nothing for all the work I put in. That was nothing. I actually got him to number one um, for floor sanding here in Brisbane at the time. And uh, he was just so happy because he had just come down. And, you know, wanted to set up his business from scratch here in Brisbane. And I basically got him to number one in six months. And he was just really happy with it. In fact, he was so happy that he referred his son to me, who, you know, his son had a, a, a floor sanding business. His nephew had a floor sanding business. So I started getting this referral work. I didn't have a website. Uh, I hadn't done any marketing for myself, but I was getting this referral business. And, you know, once again, low balled with the quotes, but, you know, it, it sort of got me thinking, maybe I can, maybe I can make a go of this. And if, if I'm getting these guys to page one and number one for, for their keywords and helping their businesses, what if I set up an SEO agency and I got ranked, um, you know, on page one, and then that would be my online business and I could get, you know, I could support my family on that. I could get satisfaction of helping these people. Like I've helped those three. 
And uh, that, you know, that's what I wanted. I, it was like this big aha moment that SEO was going to be the answer for building my own business and also helping my friends' businesses and you know, others that got in contact with me. So that was my, um, that's what I decided to do. But, you know, at that time, as you know, uh, I'd already started teaching and uh, we only had a little bit of savings that we were hoping to use for a house that, that was from the, the business sale that we had in Canberra at Bodhi before we left. And so I had no money to invest in a good website. I had no skills to create a good website. I didn't want to go through that same ordeal or that ugly site I made for, um, for that friend of mine for $500. It, it just wasn't going to cut and looked at these amazing websites with you know, these other agencies had. And, you know, I'm just a nobody. With, with no skills in that area, no money. So, you know, the, uh, I really struggled with, you know, how am I going to do this? In fact, in the early stages, I even tried uh, just giving um, SEO away. You can actually look on my LinkedIn if it's still there. But I actually had a, uh, a program where I was telling people that if you donate any amount to, um, to the Starlight Foundation or any other foundation, I'll actually do that same. Uh, amount of work for you, or I'll give you a you know a certain amount of work, maybe five hundred dollars of of SEO or something. I just I tried to give it away. I think in that whole campaign that I did, I only got two people signed up. I couldn't give away my SEO services. Just people just didn't trust me. They didn't want me. I had no reputation. I had no proof to show them really, other than that those couple of floor sanding sites. But they wouldn't give me the time of day. Even you know, wouldn't even give me. They don't want a cold caller. They don't want an email marketer. Uh, and, you know, I didn't want to go through the stress of those door-to-door sales again. So I was in a bit of a, a struggle to get my, my business going. And uh, so, you know, that, that was uh, some of the external struggle I had. But, you know, internally as well, I, I just suffered a major loss or discouragement with that reputation marketing idea I had. And I was a bit worried. You know, I was worried about the, the failing again. Um, I, I was afraid of letting my wife down yet again. I was afraid that uh, I, I wouldn't be successful and maybe I'll, you know, I'll start to let others down, my clients down. And I, I just felt I wasn't good enough to compete with, you know, all these big agencies that had floors of staff and million-dollar budgets. And how could I go up against all that? And just that fear of failure. It's, uh, it's really tough. But, you know, I try to put on a brave front and, and move, move forward. And I've always been quite tenacious and, you know, kept trying to do things until something happens, even though I've often worked to a loss and, 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 and struggled a lot along the way. But, uh, you know, just, just wanted to do my best. Well, um, the thing is, I just couldn't get to number one for my agency website. I've got a bit of a website set up. Uh, I tried doing it myself. Didn't look crash hot, but I tried. Uh, I couldn't get to number one. I needed to get to page one for my agency site. And I just think, well, how is that going to be possible? Because their websites not only look better than mine, but they are just so much more powerful. Like the techniques I was using to rank a floor sanding site was nothing, nowhere near enough to rank these, you know, go up against these major agency sites on page one of Google for, for SEO Brisbane and other things. So 
Um, then something happened. I was I was doing research and I watched a, a YouTube video with this guy that was really successful online. And uh, through a program that he had, I actually was put in touch with a group, a private group of um, SEO guys, basically. Uh, it, it's quite a large group, but it's a private one. It's uh, pay you got to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to be a member. Um, but I looked at these guys, and um, some of these guys were only successful because they were actually part of this group. Um, and you know, some of the trainers they owned the top ranked SEO agencies throughout the U.S. So if you went to any major city in the U.S., their website was you know number one, and uh, you know, this group of trainers, they, these guys were ranking number one in major U.S. cities all on their own. They, they didn't have floors of staff or millions of dollars in budget. Um, they were outranking these major agencies in those cities, and they were just like one-man teams. And so I thought, hey, these guys, they've worked it out. They've actually worked out how to go up against major agencies with huge budgets and win. They've worked out how to get that power that I was looking for. So I actually invested our life savings or a lot of our savings in, in joining this group. I, I knew that's where I had to be. Actually, it's quite funny. This is probably what I consider the greatest, uh, most successful sales pitch of my life. Getting my wife to agree to invest a large portion of our savings in a course. Um, but that was a big deal. I remember sitting her down. And taking you through the same sort of sales pitch I had heard to you know to get into the course, I told her what it was going to cost. And after all my failures before, and the, the thousands of dollars I'd spent on this course, on that course, and this group, and that group, and ah, all the time and the limited return, and uh, you know this was our savings. If, if I spent any amount from this, you know we wouldn't be able to ever, ever put a deposit on a house, and, you know, for a very long time. So uh, I, I consider this my greatest sales pitch. I sat my wife down. I told her uh, what the group was about, who they were. And uh, lo and behold, she agreed. I couldn't believe it. I, I was just so stoked. I thought, well, you know, now that she's agreed, I better make, it, you know, make this happen. So I signed up and I'm fully committed. And uh, behind the door of that membership, you know, this is the key. Uh, I learned how to create SEO power. Uh, all these websites that they were ranking against huge agency with floors of staff and million dollar budgets they were just held up by power and uh some of them even had horrible looking websites but they still rank number one purely with power they had learned how to power up their websites and that's the key to this day they're ranked just because of the power behind their website not because of amazing content or uh, you know amazing design or, um you know some other seo method like social media or things that they get their rankings purely from power so i was in this group and i, I knew this is what i needed i needed to know how to build this power so i studied how to build power using every method that these top seo guys were using i invested tens of thousands of dollars so everything basically that i um i had earned in seo um you know doing work for others um, referral business that was coming in over over a matter of about three years that I was you know with this group I invested every, just, you know, 
every spare cent I could in tools, uh, in resources, uh, studying, testing, developing. So, you know, this is where I spent a lot of my budget. But it's interesting, when I first got started with this group, in the first six months, uh, I'd ranked my agency site number one in Brisbane um, for top SEO keywords. This is amazing. In, in just six months, I'd ranked my new agency website, webgator.com.au, number one in Brisbane for SEO Brisbane and, 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 uh, and other keywords at the time and um, outranking all these other agencies that have been on the top for years. Um, you can imagine how I felt, but what? <laughs> at this time, I was actually still teaching. I was still teaching. I was, uh, I was teaching uh, at a school and through my breaks, I was there looking at myself ranked number one for SEO Brisbane. I thought, oh, wow, this is amazing. I, um, you know, I started getting these, these customers come in. I was juggling customers between my classes. Uh, you know, because I had to support myself while I was learning these things and, and building these things up and all the money I was earning from the SEO I was pouring back into, into research and development and testing and building, uh, building things. Um, you know, I was getting quote requests every day, so many that I had to put a sign on my site eventually that said, you know, you know, with a high minimum fee saying, you know, we're not going to take anyone for less than $1,500 a month, which, you know, the thing started to die off after that. But, uh, you know, rank number one for SEO, that was fantastic at the time. And, and to this day, years later, we've got clients that are with us, you know, with, you know, with me that, you know, signed up when I was ranked number one. So, you know, this was, um, this was such a great time because I'd, I'd sort of learned how to, you know, how to get those, those powerful rankings. But uh, unfortunately, and you'll notice that I'm not ranked number one anymore for, you know, for my agency, and that's another story. But I realized something catastrophic. Uh, the methods that I'd learned to build power, although they were super effective for myself and I got ranked um, really well, um, they weren't scalable. They really weren't scalable. Uh, I was getting all these clients, but unfortunately, I couldn't get all of them ranked just because I couldn't scale the, the power building properly. Uh, in, in addition to that, Google made some major updates that caused ranking uh, increases to take much longer, and they even clued into what we were doing to build power, and they made it less effective. So unfortunately, I did start losing some clients, uh, not many. But, you know, sort of getting them to page one, but not being able to get them to number one um, for all of their keywords. And so they were sort of, you know, a bit disappointed and say, Carson, you're ranked number one. Why can't you get us to number one? And so, well, sorry, I just, I, 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 I tried, but because of these changes in Google at the time and the process we were using wasn't as effective as it was when I ranked my own site, you know, I just couldn't get these same results. And because of what I was charging people, you know, I, I couldn't really invest much more in in ranking them. So it was a really tough time. It was a really discouraging time for me too because um, oh, I, I, I was just so confident that I'd worked this whole SEO thing out and I was going to be able to start helping business owners, you know, get ahead and, um, you know, start to have successful businesses online like I had. And uh, some months, I, I honestly, I just felt like giving up. I was only weeks away from having to go back to being a teacher 
full time and, you know, admitting defeat with this again after everything I'd been through and all the time and money I'd spent. Um, but then just one day I discovered a new way to build power using a method that Google couldn't clamp down on because it was more natural. It was also much easier um, to scale without losing quality. Uh, it was more expensive, but it was the key to delivering the results my clients uh, had expected all that time. And this new way of building power, I can tell you what it was. It, it's through acquiring backlinks from other industry-relevant websites which already have domain authority behind them. Um, so if you're not uh, into SEO, maybe, maybe you've heard of backlinks. It's a main part of SEO. But these are sites that um, they've already had SEO done to them. So um, there's a tool out there called um, Moz and Open Site Explorer, and they've got this metric called Domain Authority or DA. And so um, these websites that we're getting backlinks from, they're actually uh, owned by other people. Uh, they have traffic. They have good content on them. They are, they've already been powered up with backlinks. and so because they're relevant to the industry that our clients are in. And we go out and we you know, do outreach to contact them and get, our, um, you know, get some articles and backlinks to our client sites from those, uh, from those high authority websites, which are industry relevant. So this is how we're doing it. Um, so there was a problem with these type of backlinks. And if, if you go to, uh, if you look around, you, you might find or get emails of people telling you these backlinks, but these backlinks actually have little power. You know, they're not as they're not as powerful as the initial unscalable version of of SEO that I was doing before. But they're more natural, they're safer, um, they're easier to scale, even though they are more expensive. But you know, they're not as powerful. So we actually discovered or, or formulated a way of boosting the power of these backlinks that are on these authority sites and making them even more powerful so we could we could get better rankings with them and so this is an in-house method that you know we don't you know no one else is doing but uh you know we're doing using our in-house method and so we learn how to uh make these authority links more powerful using our in-house backlink power booster process Actually, uh, just to give you an experience of how, how well this works, these uh, powered up backlinks, had this uh, client referred to me by another uh, SEO agency recently. And uh, so I met the guy, uh, went and had a coffee with him and we wanted to discuss his SEO campaign. I'd already had a look at it. Uh, he was already on page one for, for I think one or two of his main keywords. But so many of his keywords weren't anywhere near page one. So um, looking at his market and his website and, uh, you know, looking at what I thought he needed, I quoted him what I, what I knew I needed to get him to number one for his main keyword. And, you know, given that it was more than what he was paying the other SEO companies. But I just told him, you know, I need this to get the work done. And... Uh, <laughs> He, uh, he went along with it. He actually agreed. He gave me what I needed, and I just went to work straight away and 
built up these authority backlinks. And I wish you could see the rank tracker. You know, it's a podcast and you can't see it, but you should see the ranking increases in just six weeks. He he jumped to number one for his main keyword. All his keywords jumped to page one. Some of them are on page 14. They jumped to page one. Uh, these aren't obscure keywords either. These are keywords that, uh, you know, his top keywords are not, they're not, you know, obscure things that no one searches for. These are the main business revenue producing keywords. All jumped to page one in six weeks. Yeah, he was absolutely totally blown away. But just see the messages that he says, oh, I can't believe it, I'm on page one. I got this and that. And I'm oh, geez, he's just so happy. Uh, in fact, uh, <clears throat> like most business owners, this is a funny story. He gets calls and emails all the time from overseas SEO companies looking to pitch their services. And uh, one called him up uh and and did the little pitch and he he said you know what's my main keyword they told him you know what his main keyword was and then he told uh, him his website and he asked uh, if they could see where he was ranked and they said oh you're you're number one he said yeah that's right so what can you possibly do for me if i'm already ranked number one and so they apologized for the inconvenience ended the call and uh He's just so happy that, you know, finally he has a way to talk back to these guys and, and, and not have to worry about them constantly hounding him. So this is the thing. Um, for those that might understand the SEO industry and, you know, how, how SEO works or even, even the basic concepts of SEO, you might think, well, you know, these huge jumps might be, be, be because of this or that other reason too. It might not have been the authority links. Well, here's the thing. The biggest jumps in his rankings did not come from any on-page SEO. In fact, his website was a cheap WordPress site with hardly any content and it looked woeful. Uh, the reason we didn't even touch his website to do anything was because through the negotiation process, we had um, agreed to build him a new website. Um, so we were actually designing and building this new website on a completely different you know, testing domain. Um, so we didn't bother going in and doing any on-page optimization for his website. He already had a little bit on there when we started, and that's how he could already get, you know, get some rankings before we started. But uh, we did not touch his site during those first five to six weeks uh, because we were doing that redesign. Uh, the rankings did not come from you know, any business directories that we were doing. Uh, as we only did those at the end of the six weeks, he already had a, you know some business directories there before we started, but it wasn't our normal business directory process. So we only just did those, um, you know, after the six weeks, those first six weeks. Um, you know, we're doing audits and other things before that for the directories too, and that's why we hadn't started them earlier. The rankings didn't come from social traffic, from paid ad traffic, um, social signals, or any you know spammy SEO loopholes. You know we. It was none of that, all right? These rankings that he got came from the power we had built with our authority backlinks that were powered up with our in-house backlink power booster process. That was it. And just amazing results and, and, and safe results too. And there weren't many. There weren't many at all. We didn't, we didn't go and hammer his site with, you know, with 50 high-powered backlinks. I think it was 10, 10 of our authority sites that were boosted up. Um, that, that's all we had to do in order to get these amazing um, big jumps with this website. Now, since then, 
we did do directories and we did launch the new site with good, you know, really solid on-page SEO and, you know, all of his keywords are climbing up, you know, higher and higher to that number one position. But we got them all to page one with purely our power and, you know, authority backlinks. So from this um, exam, from this case study, you know, just proves the point that, you know, we were able to create a safe and powerful website ranking process that does get amazing results. Um, I also noticed that most other SEO agencies aren't using this method properly. You know, sometimes they'll throw in a few of these, uh, you know, authority style links, They're not powered up properly, but, you know, they throw them in. And uh, they're, you know, but then they rely mainly on building backlinks from business directories, web 2.0s, uh, you know, some other, you know, backlinking methods, PBNs or whatever, but they just struggle to get ranking. Um, so I'm just really happy that the process that we use to, to get these backlinks is it's powerful. Um, it gets results and, you know, we're getting more business and customers and, you know, it's, it's just such a good feeling for me to, to think back through this journey of, of, of wanting to have an online business and wanting to help people and then all the discouragement and the, the failures and, you know, letting people down and now to be able to be in a position where I can, um, you know, basically rank anything if I have the resources to do it, you know, if I have the budget to rank it. I don't, I don't struggle with fear of failure with SEO or, or, or worry about quoting clients or how much I should quote them. I know how much I need to charge to get results and you now I can confidently pitch that to my clients and, and they trust me. And uh, the, the greatest thing for me now is knowing that I don't have to go through the pain of, of letting my customers down anymore. It was really hard. <laughs> you know, the things that, that used to go on in my head with um, taking someone's money with, you know, and, and their hope of, of wanting to be number one and not being able to deliver that. And then the you know, subsequent major letdown for them. That's, uh, that's really tough. That's really tough to wear, you know, and to this day, I just wish I, I had known about this process earlier so that I could have got them to, to number one for all of their keywords. So just to be in this position now though, uh, really, really happy and uh, happy to be able to help others and, and you know we're finally there now and this is just you know why i love the industry and, and why i love what i do and i thought you might be able to relate um to the story because if you're a business owner you know you've likely struggled with things in the past and you might have you might have used uh tried different online services um like seo or adwords and you know, just trying to find a way to get more business and just keep on finding that it, it fails or it doesn't produce a good return on investment. I can understand, you know, <laughs> the struggles that you have with that. And, and, and not, you know, the, the other annoying thing is, you know, the lack of transparency and clarity, which, you know, I'll probably talk about in a future podcast. But it's really tough when you're trying to start a business and you, and you want to be able to be in a position where, where you can have a successful business and, and, and have services and people that you can rely on to help you get those results. And, uh, uh, you know, from my perspective, I'm happy that I'm able to do that for people now. 
And so what we do, uh, well, you know what I like to do, a lot of clients that come through our quote form or our phone, they ask for SEO services and I, I always just try to make sure that it's a good fit for them. And uh, if they ever need help or advice with, with making the right choices, uh, you know, I'm not one to try to hard sell them on our services, but you know, always happy to help advise them through the process and, and help them out. And, you know, we probably, uh, most of the people that come through our website at the moment, we, we either, you know, encourage them to pursue other avenues if SEO is not going to be a great investment for them at the time. But we're just happy to still be able to help people, you know, have success. So if you ever want to uh, have a chat to, um, to me about your business and, you know, see whether, you know, what sort of marketing avenue might work for you better, just uh, feel free to give us a call or drop us an email and uh, happy to help you out wherever I can. And if you need advice or if you'd like us to uh, discuss anything in future podcasts, just uh, send them through um, to info at webgator.com.au and we'll be able to uh, add them to the list of topics to discuss. Well, that's it for this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Looking forward to hearing your stories and looking to help you out in the near future. Bye, guys.